Hello, it's Darren here. Welcome to another episode of the Remote Hive podcast. Today, I'm coming to you from Busan in South Korea. And again, I'm doing this episode a little bit raw. I'm recording on my mobile phone. But I just want to share what I've learned from seven years. Yes, seven years of applying for remote jobs. Over the last seven years, I've kept in employment. I would say that initially, especially for the first one or two remote jobs that I've had, it was a little bit more difficult to get hired. But once I got that under my belt, the other two jobs that I've had since, I've had four jobs in total over the last seven years. And the last couple of jobs have been a lot easier to secure. And there's a number of reasons for that. And I'll go through that in today's episode. Before I forget, I have a weekly email called The Hive. Every Sunday, I send out an email and I share my experiences being a experienced remote worker. If you are looking to secure a remote job so that you can escape the office permanently, then this is the email to subscribe to. If you go to the remote hive dot com slash subscribe sign up with your first name and email address and you'll get the next issue of the email very very soon you'll also get access to the honeypot <laughs> i love my names don't i the honeypot and that is where all of my exclusive content for subscribers is found you'll find some content already in there and i've got plans to add more as we go through the year but anyway let's get on to this episode and what i learned from seven years of applying for remote jobs yes it took me six months <laughs> six months to secure my first remote job interview and yes it didn't start off very well and that's because I was making the same mistakes that most people make when applying for remote jobs. And we're going to go through a few of those mistakes today. And I feel that this episode is really going to benefit you if you are struggling getting a remote job and you are possibly making some of these mistakes. So let's just take a step back because I think that is really important that when you are continuously applying for remote jobs, it's important that you just take a stand back and reflect on your mistakes because it's those mistakes that are stopping you from getting an interview. And some of the common mistakes, the big aha moment for me was when I realized that I'm not using the keywords on the job listing within my resume. Now, back when I started applying for remote jobs in 2015, there wasn't really any applicant tracking software, but that is being used wild, wide, widely, <laughs> widely within the remote working uh, in, industry, the scene, because companies just don't have time to manually go through hundreds of applications. What you will 
have to realise is that you are not just up against people locally in the same country, but you are up against people all over the world. So it's really important that you try and beat the applicant tracking software. And we're going to talk about that in a future episode. But yeah, making sure that you have the keywords that are included in the job listing, the essential criteria, making sure that's on your resume is really, really important. Another big mistake that I have made is assuming that my cover letter is just a condensed version of the resume of the CV. And that is definitely not the case. Your cover letter is an opportunity for you to sell yourself. Why should that company hire you? What skills do you have that is going to benefit that company and help them achieve their goals? I remember giving my first cover letter to a friend to read and her response was, wow, Darren, this is, this is boring. And for me, that was a wake up call and an opportunity for me to sell myself. Me, like many other introverts, really struggle to sell ourselves. But I feel these are two of the biggest common mistakes that people are making when it comes to applying for remote jobs. What I would also say is that networking gives you superpowers. Uh, <laughs> no, one morning you are not going to wake up as Superman or Wonder Woman and uh, <laughs> that would be a little bit weird or is it? Anyway, I'm digressing. <laughs> Networking is a super fam- a superpower. <laughs> Told you this episode was raw. Uh, no editing. Uh, yes, networking is a superpower when it comes to getting a remote job. And what is really important is that you build a network, that you build relationships with people that are going to help you with your career as you go through the months and the years that are coming up as a remote worker. I have to say that my first remote job was actually due to networking. And believe me, it was certainly not planned. But I went to a networking event a WordPress event in my home city of Leeds. I met a few people. At the time, it was cool to add people onto Facebook. (laughs) This was probably about 2007, something like that. So a number of years before I decided to quit my remote, to quit my job in the office to work remotely. And I reached out to a few of those people that I'd made contacts with over the years. And one of them was working for a company that were looking for a quality assurance analyst. And I got the job. And I have to say, I got the job very likely because of that person. So having a network is just so, so powerful. Obviously, LinkedIn is the best place to start when it comes to networking. It's a great opportunity to showcase your skills. You can create posts and use two or three hashtags in those posts to showcase your skills. You can reach out and build relationships with people within your industry and niche and people that are going to help you going forward. Now, LinkedIn, super powerful. We're going to 
going to talk about that in a future episode for sure. But what I would look at doing is finding companies within the industry and niche that you have experience in and start to engage with recruiters and founders and network with them. Over time, they will see your name always appearing. You'll start to stand out and they will check out your profile. And if you have a good profile and identify that you are looking for a remote job in that industry, you never know what doors will open. One big lesson that I've learned over the last seven years of applying for remote jobs is that you have to be creative and stand out. And it's not always easy to do that, but it's important that you spend time looking at ways how you can stand out amongst all the other applicants that are applying for that remote job. So to give you a good example, a real life example that I've used myself as a quality assurance analyst is I downloaded the software that I would be testing and I would find some bugs and I would list these bugs in a Google Sheet. And when I'm doing my cover letter, I would link to this Google Sheet and it would see the bugs that I found on their live software. <laughs> Not their testing environment, their live software. And that would get me stood out. That would that would just definitely get me an interview because I've taken that little bit of extra effort and I found some bugs in a software that you were going to be working on. So yeah, that's just one of many, many, many strategies that you can implement. Finally, I just want to say that showing that you are interested in working for the company is really important. And there's loads of ways you can do this. The way that I do it is I go to Google News and I search for the company name or I go to Google News and search for the niche and industry and I find an interesting story or angle that I can bring up in the cover letter and interview. Basically, you want to show them that you have taken that extra effort to find out some information about the company. It could be that they've released a new product and you have the skills to help them with that product within the job that you are applying for. And it just shows that you've made that extra effort to learn about the company, the services and products that they offer. That is it for today's episode. I'm trying to keep these to like 10 minutes long and I'm going to try and do them once a week. It's going to be on different days of the week because it just depends on if I'm feeling creative, 5am and for some reason I felt creative this morning. So I wanted to share just some of the thoughts, just some of the kind of things that I've learned over the last seven years of applying for remote jobs. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, if you are wanting to secure a remote job so you can escape the office permanently, then please do check out my weekly email called The Hive. If you go to theremotehive.com slash subscribe, leave your first name, your email address, and you'll get lots of really helpful content over the next weeks and months ahead. I hope you found this episode useful. I hope you took something from it and you are going to use some of the experiences, some of the lessons that I've learned over the last seven years and use that to help you secure your remote job in the coming weeks ahead. Take care. I shall talk to you again very soon.